it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we have sprung forward. Yes, and it is messing with my life. It really is. I can't wait for this to be over because, <laughs> you know, we always appreciate a fall back, but a spring forward, man, really screws with you and messes with your mind. Thankfully, I work from home on Monday. Right. So I've got a little bit of an advantage, whereas you not really not so much yeah so you know Corey, this is oh my goodness when i say this to you it's gonna be a trip i think this is our third um year so our third episode right around this spring forward theme and so we've always done things around spring forward you know just how to move on how to set goals and, and hit them, you know, attain them. Uh, I love the conversation we had the other day because <laughs> I said, Ooh, Corey, can we please make this the theme of our next episode? And as always, you're, you were good with it. So I'd love for you to share the foundation or lay it down as far as what we're going to talk about today. Sure. So, you know, I was having this conversation with, um, and I'm going to just be really transparent and kind of out there. And I'm going to use some language that I typically don't use so that, you know, the the listener can get a little bit more context of what what's happening and how this all came about. So I'm having this conversation with my youngest and he's uh, living in another state at this current time. And so he was explaining to me some of the things that he's going through and and just how his life is being um acted out by himself right about now. And he says to me, I'm just having a shitty year. And in my mind, as he's describing the things he's going through, I said to myself, not to him, no, you're not having a shitty year. You're shitting on your year. And so um, I just didn't think he was ready to hear that as of yet. But that's a conversation that I definitely need to have with him because we have to take accountability for all the things that we do. And we have to take accountability for all the decisions that we make good, bad, or indifferent. And so I was explaining this to Jen at the time. And so I knew it was going to be one of those statements that was going to catch her attention and get her all jacked up and pumped up. And we're here. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, tell me what you thought when I first said that, Jen. Well, I thought the quote you made up was brilliant. I've never heard it before. And so when something piques my interest and it gets the creative juices flowing, like I get stuck on it. I I ruminate in such a healthy way because it just opens up the doors to possibilities. So, you know, I'm a big seasons person and um, spring is here just about. And so winter's done. So in my mind, I always like, okay, what's the next transition? What is the next thing we're working on? What's new? What are we taking with us? And things like that, right? And especially because you and I, Corey, celebrate our new year in March. So um, I have people in my life that will say statements like that, like, oh, it's just been a shitty year. And when I catch myself saying that, I always ask, how have I contributed to the shitty year? Right. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) what decisions did I make or what decisions didn't I make? What did I put on hold again? 
What am I procrastinating on? What am I like? What stories am I telling myself that's keeping me from getting to the next level? And and that's always the first place I start when I begin to complain. It's like, what what have I put into this to contribute to the bad outcome or the negative outcome or the outcome that I'm not absolutely happy with? And that's the key for me. You know, as soon as I start going down, down that road and listing those things, that's when I realized, like, you know what? A lot of this is my fault. A lot yeah. of this is what I've done or, like I said, what I've contributed and I don't like contributing in a negative way or a, um, a destructive way. I like to see those positive builds and those positive, as you may think, you know, positive bricks. When you're putting something together, then you, you got to look at the positivity. You got to look at the the uh, progression. That's mm. the word I'm looking for. You got to look for the progression forward. If you're constantly pushing yourself back, then you're not going to go too far. Right. Well, let's talk about that. I love that you're using the word progress, right? Because there's this thing that I've implemented in multiple programs um, that I do, one of them being coaching. So you find yourself an accountability partner, right? You remember me mentioning this. Absolutely. And um, people who really embrace it really thrive on that type of relationship. So here it is with accountability partnering. And we said this here, we we're going to talk about elevation. Even in this accountability partnership is great. It's awesome. People need it. And what it does is it encourages the process. It encourages movement, right? Mm -hmm. Like here's the thing that we're supposed to do or things that, you know, we're in a class together, uh, whether it be a leadership class or just a development class professionally, um, you partner up with someone and you hold each other accountable. And it's great because they say that if you have to share with someone or you're, um, you have that partnership, more than likely you're going to hit the goal, right? So I'm going to challenge us to elevate that. Yeah, it's spring forward. And yeah, we're just in the third month of 2023. But as you can see, everyone, like time is just speeding by. Like, it is not slowing down for anything, for anyone. It's it's happening, right? No siree. Yeah. Um, remind me, Corey, to talk about time in a second. So the elevated level of accountability partnership, which is process, is now going to progress. Measuring progression with a success partner. So a success partner is someone who's elevated, who's hitting those goals, who's wanting to level up, who's about elevating and going for more. Because now they're not going to be like, did you do your assignment? They're going to be like, what was the outcome of that? Right. What's something you're going to keep so you can continue to experience this success? Or, okay, I hear that you failed in that. What do you need to do to not fail in it again? And trust me, progress is contagious. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. My coach Man. tells me all the time. Well, not all the time, but had alluded to the fact that I always talk about progress and I just can't not have progression in my life. And so now that's like a theme mm -hmm. that I well, use. Well, talk just about what that feels like when you're hitting progress after progress. Well, it feels like you're moving the needle constantly. And that needle is important because... That's that's the the gauge that I'm using to see if I'm going to um, meet those deadlines and meet those goals and see that level pushed a little bit higher and a little bit higher, a little bit further. 
And so as soon as I hit one of those goals and I feel that progress, I know not only is it self-gratifying, but anybody that I'm working with and anybody that I'm having this um, goal met with or for, they can see what's happening in real time. So yeah. it's just phenomenal. Oh, you just hit it again when you see something. That, so that's the thing with a uh, success partner. So when you have to hold someone accountable and you hold yourself accountable to someone, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. it's going to work. Like you really delve deep into this. When you have a success partner and you're reporting outcomes, that's the whole transition. That's like next level type growth and development, right? Absolutely. It's because when you are accountable and you have to report on a measure, that's when, that's when the magic, and I know people use that word a lot, but that's when that happens. And you go from a shitty year to a phenomenal year in minutes, seconds. Because of your input, because of your efforts. And that's the thing. We talk about energy. We talk about motivation. We talk about all these things. And the hope is, is that people who are following this podcast can take these beautiful pieces and nuggets and create it into what they need it to be for their lives. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was thinking about a mentor in my life and I haven't touched base with Susan in a while, but let me give an example. When I first became a case manager, she was definitely not just my supervisor, but she held herself to an accountability partnership with me. Um, Cause it was so new to me and I was learning and I was finding my own rhythm and creativity was huge for me. And she knew this, so she encouraged it. Right. So we get my process down for case management As I get more mature in years and in knowledge and in practice, habit, that's another piece to this, she changes, she adapts her role in my life and it becomes a success partner. Now it's okay, Jen, you know, you you establish the business. What's the outcome? What's the data? You're telling me you're successful. You're telling me you have this business. Show me the numbers. Like, what does that look like? And I just remember like, wow, that, and so it's because of that partnership, she took me on a few journeys with her to really set the bar and the standard in places that were just so closed off to the possibilities. Yeah. And you mentioned something, well, two things actually um, came up in my mind. Uh, First, you said you hadn't seen her in a while. So as an individual who's had a success partner and a growth partner, Um, You would never want to run into that partner and not have made any gains. (laughs) Right. It would feel awful to be be like, like, what happened? So what have you been up to? (laughs) Oh, I'm still doing the same thing I was doing last time. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, no, you just can't do that. And then number two, um, you have this thing. It's it's like a, a clock built inside. It's an internal clock that tells you I've been in this position too long. It's time to, it's almost right. like in the, when you're in the bed and you're, you're on one side, it's time to turn over because that part of your body is going to sleep or like a piece of meat that you're frying yeah. or cooking. You don't want to just keep cooking that one side. Yeah. You want to see the, the motion to make it finish. Do you have a number by the way? Like, um, I think it was Janet Nix, who, by the way, I miss dearly. If she's listening, text a sister. 
you know, like reach out and say <laughs> hi and I'll do the same. Anyways, I think she said her number for change is like every five years. If she sat in a position for like that amount of years, she had that itch, like the five year itch. She right? told me the same thing. Right. And I was like, I really don't want to hear that, but I get it. Do you have something like that that you've identified in your life? Um, it it would never be anything close to five years because I'm continuously changing. Shorter. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain things that I have to hold on to for longer than that. Obviously, marriage, children, um, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, Can you imagine? But there's an evolution that's happening right. inside those things that I don't, you know, change so much. So, Well, I think that's the key, too. If there's evolution, that five-year itch for someone like Janet would be different, right? Right. So I've noticed, and when she said, I'm like, oh, there was a time when five years was a thing, but here's the thing about progress. When you've made progression and you experience these things, that time does go shorter. So I'll give an example. Um, In the last few years, I've noticed that my itch is at the three-year mark, actually, and I've extended that three for the sake of, a business need or because things weren't lined up yet. Mm -hmm. So that's now what I know. And especially, you know, we hear this all the time as people age, there's an urgency and there absolutely is. So if you're younger and you're listening to this, if you can catch this before you get deep into the aging process, like if you could just get in that mindset of your future self and act on it now while you're still young, Man, that's powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can learn anything that's going to be beneficial to your life uh, at an early age, it's it's so much easier to evolve and change and see the progress. Um, That's that's from taking care of business, paying bills, getting your credit straight to um, realizing that this is not a good positive friendship or a good positive relationship that I'm involved in to um, getting your oil changed in a timely manner. Those are the things that move the needle. Those are the things that change the game and stop you from running into that brick wall and, and not progressing the way you need to. You said to remind you about time. I think that's really what it was and habits, man, the art of habits and habit forming um, is critical too. And the quicker you can do it. Uh, Mel Robbins is someone I listen to um, on podcasts and I've read her books. She is so powerful when she speaks. It's those kind of people and individuals that you go, you know what? One day, one day uh, I'm going to catch up to you. I'm going to catch up to you. Right. And she encourages that. And um, I think Mel Robbins, he's 53. So she understands us and you know she's leading the way in certain things but anyway she created a five second rule and i love it it's like the thing that you're afraid to do the thing that eats at you all night and you wake up thinking about it but you keep putting it off she does this five second rule and it's a countdown like five four three two one leap Right. Like take that first step and stop putting it on hold and shows us, you know, like what's the worst that can happen? I mean, and I, I don't know if it was her or another podcast I listened to, but this was so simple and yet so powerful. They said you're on your deathbed and 
do you really want to have the regret of, man, I really wanted to do that and I just didn't for whatever reason, you know what I mean? And that's, that's where my mind is now. So Corey, you, you've given me some challenges and I used to be like, Oh no, I can't do that. It's, it feels too arrogant. And Oh no, like I don't, I don't fit in that mix that I didn't even first see that that would be part of my journey. And, um, I've identified the things that I'm fearful of. Yeah. And I think that's the first step is to say that there's a legit fear around this. But the desire to do outweighs the fear. The the dreams of my future self looking back at my life and being proud because I did all the things. I worked on the gifts that were given to me. I didn't waste them. I didn't waste my time is enough for me to say I'm getting over that fear and I'm just going to do it. Yeah. For me, it's the, the anxiety that plagues me is too much pressure to deal with. So I might as well just jump because I, mm. I can't handle being anxiety written about what I haven't done and why I haven't done it. So I'm like, I don't want to have sleepless nights. I don't want to have the jittery days. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, get into this yeah. and, and get it done. Yeah. I'm thinking about a time and, you know, Grant, you will experience some failure for sure. You will experience some letdown. I remember when I jumped and I created this list that was requested of me. And I'm not going to give too much detail. <laughs> I already know where you're but, going. You know, and even to, even when I talk about it now, it's very traumatic because, man, that list was used against me. Something that was supposed to be so innocent and just capture my dreams to make this one thing happen got spread and got put in the wrong hands. And those people ended up bullying me. It was intense. Yeah, but. Let's look at the flip side of that. And, and well, I was going to the flip side, okay, but yeah, no, 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 no. Take me through the flip side. So when we ha when we hype ourselves up on things that you know we have hopes for, things that we have good intentions for, and someone flips it upside down and tells us, absolutely not. No, you can't do that. No, you're not worth that much. No, you can't handle that. This is too or literally like laughs in your face, or even laughs in your yeah. face, which is much worse than being told no, you can't do something. Um, the 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 great part of that is that's the that's the sickum that most <laughs> dogs would love to hear, and I'm not ref uh, comparing ourselves to dogs, right. but that's the the get 'em boy yeah. that most people need um, when they're in that situation, yeah. and and so that's what happened with you. That was yeah. your get 'em girl, and that's what I'm <laughs> saying. The worst that could have happened really happened, but. It turned out to be the best thing. The best thing ever. And I ever. may not have seen it at that very moment, but I saw it like two days in because yeah. my attitude just changed. And I know y'all can't see my face, but imagine like my, I'm kind of doing this side look like, what did you just say? Or like, oh, bring it. Or like, oh, I wish you would yeah. kind of thing. You that's know what I mean? That's the get them girl. And yeah. that's why when you told me that's what happened, I laughed. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because I thought to myself, these people clearly don't know Jen. They clearly have no mm. clue what she's capable of because you just turned her, you know, into a wild woman at this point. Now she's going to get it and get even more. And I think every ass that you had has been met. 
and you didn't even get and then some yeah and then some that, yeah and then you didn't even get what you were asking for as far as positioning but yeah. you still were able to achieve all the asks that yeah. you asked for I just I think people are a trip. You know, one of the things I've learned and grown the most in was through you, Corey, you and your um, communication style of being a thinker. Mm-hmm. And so you've taken me on that journey with you. You've sat me down and <laughs> made me sit still to listen to the process of you as a thinker. And I'm totally in socializer mode. Like, I just want us to get along. Give it to me, bottom line, and <laughs> let's move on, right? But you no. died time think about that (laughs) do you remember you saying i don't always want to have serious conversation i just want to have meaningless conversation i sure did why does everything have to be so serious (laughs) and intense my mouth fell open i'm like what did Did she just say say that out loud (laughs) i absolutely did i said I don't want it to always be so, what did I say? Like so meaningful. Yeah. And intense. I just want it to be kind of aimless sometimes and just easy. Right. Yeah. I remember saying that. Um, (laughs) So you have taught me that style of thinking, communicating. And it's a trip when I work with people or I, I start relationships with people who don't process that way. So, they see me and they see me on a very superficial level, which is what Corey Jen's jolly. She's so happy. She gets along with everybody. She's always smiling. You know, she's so easy. And I always think, man, what is it that you're not seeing like on the other side, like the Genco sound company, the fact that we've had multiple businesses and they've done well, um, you know, startups, you don't do those things by laughing through it. Granted, my my energy is very high and positive, and I love that yes. about me. But that's the thing, like there's this side to me that's very business, and that's the side that I, I'm looking forward to springing forward. And no longer am I going to hide that piece of me because I think it's kind of deceiving Because people don't know that side of me. So when they experience it, they're like, what the heck just happened? Oh, right. I I didn't know she could be like that. So that's how I'm elevating. Um, Just being true to all of me and not thinking, oh, that's that's the secret sauce. Like, you're not allowed to see that. No, you want to see it. Come on in. Like, let's do the thing. Right. And and as far as me, you know, I'm springing further into my socializer, my relator personality, because what a lot of people don't know is that that's who I was as a younger person. I was very social preference then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was very social, very relatable, very uh, understanding and and attempting to please people. People. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easier that way. There's less, Isn't it? Yeah, it's less ripples. It's it's less uh, tension that way. But what I what I ran into was that people were not taking me serious, and um, the joke was always ah. expected. And when the joke was not there, I felt like oh, I got to say something so people will laugh. And so you're entertainer. Yeah, yeah. But but then I felt more like a clown as a kid. Sure. It feels okay to be that way. Yeah. But as a, a young adult, if everybody's just looking at you to be the clown, then you're just like, wait a minute, time out. That's not the way I want. That's not the impression yeah. I want to leave on people, you know? 
Okay, got it. So you flex. Interestingly enough, in my younger years, I was not at all socializer related. Mm. I was thinker and not that I, and I was bossy. So maybe I was a little bit more of a director style too as a kid. Right. But you flex, like you have to, you know, like relationships are important, especially in a single mom home and you're the oldest kid. You had to build those relationships so you get the information you needed to figure things out to help, you know, the household. Right. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I, I know, Corey, I love the fact that we geek out on the same things now. Yeah. Um, and so that's been something that we found in common. And that's the important, to, important thing, too, is you're building relationships. It's so important to find commonality and treasure those. And don't dwell and and harp on the differences. The differences are what makes you beautiful, too, in that relationship. But you're really not that different. No. As we realize, communication is important. But anyways, I think we've kind of sidetracked. But I love your your, um, saying, Corey, that, hey, as you guys are saying, it's a shitty year. Think about, did I make this year shitty? Yeah. Is that stench? Does that smell my own? <laughs> <laughs> she took it to a whole nother level. I'm just saying. Anyways. <laughs> so is it woman's week, month, or day? So it was women's um, International Women's Day on the 8th. I read somewhere it's like the whole month. Um, for women's, but international was the eighth. So thanks for bringing that up. Happy belated International Women's Day. Yeah, and and I say this: you guys are so great and have such a wonderful role in life. Go ahead and take the whole month. Oh, <laughs> um, can I forward you my shopping list? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yay! We get to go shopping. I just want to say it is. Um, I love being a woman. All the complications, sometimes the chaos, but then there's the calm that um, I think a woman brings to relationship to life. And we that's a whole nother episode, and we'll definitely do that. I just wanted to say, too, that speaking of women, we've got Carissa and um, Aaron coming towards the end of the month. They're going to talk to us about their wonderful journey into the world of podcasting and being a new partnership in this realm and talk about some of the challenges and, and the wins that they've experienced. That's going to be great. Two women, two women right here at the table. Yeah. We've done it before with um, Amanda and Lee, and we got so much amazing feedback on that. So much love. Yeah. Intense. It was so great. There is another pairing I'm trying to get on their schedule. Just kind of looks full so we'll see what happens there. But for sure, we've got the two. So we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. And one more thing. I hit um, the milestone on take the elevator underscore podcast hey! for Instagram. Yeah. So I'm going to be putting an ad out. We're going to do an Instagram live and draw the winner for the $100 giveaway. Thing is, is you've got to be an elevator. So what that means is. It's what Instagram calls is a follower. You're following, be an elevator, and follow take the elevator underscore podcast. You get your name in again if you have subscribed to be elevating coaching. Um, so when you subscribe, it doesn't mean you're a client of mine. I think it'd be great to partner with you as your coach. 
But either way, there is a newsletter that's coming out starting in April, and that'll be monthly. So looking forward to that. Nice. I like these things. I right? see progress. We're springing and yes. growing and developing. Oh, yeah. And elevating. Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.